have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week, as always, the one and only, the OG Undisputed Scholar himself and the reigning Scholars of Wrestling world champion himself, the one and only, you know him, you love him, it's Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how is your evening going? It is going well tonight, fool. But I do have to say, you actually now can add reigning defending, because I have defended the title twice during this title reign. So, yes, reigning, defending, undisputed, definitely undisputed. It's in the name for Undisputed Scholar. Mwah. Undisputed Scholars of Wrestling, heavyweight champion of the world. Scholar Tarek. Hello, hello everyone out there. Hello, wrestling audience. Hello, people of the internet. Welcome to episode 401 of the Scholars of Wrestling Show. Yes, there you go. And the reason I did not say defending is because there is not an actual title defense this week, but there is a new pay-per-view from WWE. It is Crown Jewel Weekend coming right off the heels of Halloween weekend. Hope everyone had a great and fun and safe Halloween. But now it's time to get to some more tricks and more treats with Crown Jewel. I will say before we start going into the predictions, I did make a call for Scholar Jeff, Scholar Brian, and Scholar Charlie to go fight each other for number one contender for this, uh, for this beautiful Goldie right here. But since uh, everyone else was unable to record to come on and record this evening, I figured we have two more we have two more pay per views or, in one case, premium live events remaining this year in 2022. So I decided once everyone's all healed up, all ready to go, come back to the Scholars of Wrestling show, then they can go fight for the number one contendership. So for Crown Jewel, this one is just going to be for fun, fun predictions. Uh, so Full Gear is the next pay-per-view. That's when the triple threat for the number one contender for the Scholars of Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. The, te- the challengers of Scholar Jeff. Look, it's actually good that I'm going this way because in my end, you're actually to my right. So Scholar Jeff right here. My undisputed Scholar tag team partner who's not here, so I don't know why I'm motioning on this side, Scholar Brian. And man who's definitely trying to make 2022 his year, Scholar Charlie. I don't know if he would have been above me or below me, but I don't know. All the formatting is probably going to be completely off once this thing hits YouTube anyway. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, just listen. Hey, that's what we've got the podcast audio only version for. So So wherever you are, we're here for you. When I motioned for you, on your end, was I actually like the way you're seeing? Am I actually uh, pointing in your direction? Absolutely not. Oh, that would have been fun though. <laughs> hey, so you're right this way. It's an Scholar, imperfect system. Scholar Jeff was right here, going trying to end 2022 with Goldie on his shoulder once again. Oh yes, but mm. we're going to get to all that in due time. But for now. We've got a lot of predictions to go through 
and we'll see how it all pans out and why we this may not be the most exciting title defense or number one contendership but hey there's gonna be there's certainly gonna be a lot to enjoy on this show on this year's episode of wwe crown jewel 2022 so let's just dive right in i'm actually really excited because this is crown jewel under the triple h regime regime so i am very intrigued and see now it's unfortunately it's another show for uh a fan a one fan which is the crown prince but hopefully he'll put triple h is able to put a good show for the rest of us hey at the very least at least they're not bringing in million billionaires in the front row and giant seats taking up where fans should be like like the first year they did this so Hey. Didn't they have it last year as well? Oh no, they didn't. I, I could have sworn I saw couch, like big, nice, long couches. I'm just thinking, wow, styling mm. and profiling. Yeah, yes, I, I'm very much opposed to that. Like, if you're gonna no, have a show in Saudi Arabia, Rumble. yeah, yeah. As long right. as if you're gonna have that kind of show in Saudi Arabia, at least give the the true fans access. Mm-hmm. But that's beside the point. Let's just dive right into this year's card. Kicking things off with Alexa Bliss and Asuka defending their newly won women's tag team championships against damage control. For the women's tag team championships, Tarek, it's your pick up first. Who do you got? I'm going to go with Asuka and Alexa Bliss to successfully retain. They just won those things. Uh, and the Empress and the Goddess. Mm-hmm. I, I'm... I'm I'm very for this, and actually, be, how this uh, particular match is going to go may affect my later match with another uh, member of Damage Control. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to second that prediction. Uh, the while there is absolutely a chance they could have just moved the title to them, so Damage Control could win it again. I've in this particular instance, I find that pretty unlikely. I just don't think it's the right time for this particular team. So I'm going to go with potato it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oscar uh, and Alexa Bliss as well. That brings us to our next match. We've got again for another tag team title for the unified WWE tag team titles. We've got the Usos going up against the Brawling Brutes for this one. I think it's safe to say that the Usos are going to take this one handily. The Brawling Brutes are going to make a good showing. They're going to put a great show for the crowd. But at the end of the day, the Usos are just too hot. And they're going to need a mighty big act to take the belts off of them. Especially after the whole Usi comment going over so well over the past week. So, yeah, Usos are going to take this. Maybe we're going to get more Sammy goodness, maybe not. But either way, it's not going to change where the belts are going. Oh, he's not going to be there. Oh, he's not. No. Oh, yes. Is. Saudi Arabia, of course. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but yeah, he yeah he's not going to he's not going to be there. So it looks like it just it's going to be more probably of a appearance from Solo over Sammy. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also going to say the Usos are going to retain the cha- uh, tag team championships. Uh, their main focus is now going to be the Usos versus the New Day for the uh, longest t- tag team championship reign in WWE history. 
they're not going to stop. They're not going to uh, stop that with the brawling brutes. As much as I would love to see Pete Dunn win a main roster gold, it's just not right now. Yeah, pretty much agreed. But moving on to more gold, we've got another title match. We've got Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Bailey, also of Damage Control. Uh, for this one, Tark, it's your pick first. Who do you got? This one's actually the hardest match to uh, for me to actually decide. I may have just I I hinted of where I'm going to go with this, but now I'm even I'm kind of questioning whether or not to go with that. Uh, this feud between Bianca Belair and pretty much Damage Control has been going on since SummerSlam. Uh, and I already feel like it's already run its course. Uh, Bianca Belair has been, has been holding that title for a long time. And I like that also the stat that they posted on, she's the only woman to have been in all three Saudi Arabia events. Uh, I f- but I want to say Bianca Belair just to be safe, but I also think about if Bailey loses any form of momentum that Damage Control had, or at least still had, because hell, when they didn't win the tag te- the women's tag team titles initially, I think that hurt them dearly. If Bailey loses this one. It just solid once it just solidifies that whatever momentum they were trying to go was just never there to begin with, and all they were was just a SummerSlam moment. So with that, I I am gonna say Bailey's going to win. I feel like this is probably gonna be the only championship that's actually going to change hands on this show, and. I would say the big it would be a huge moment for uh not only just continuing the trend of being progressive in Saudi Arabia but having their first the first women's ch- t- title change to happen in Saudi Arabia that's that's newsworthy and if anything if there was going to be some outside interference, which most likely there will be, it'll probably be coming from, uh, Oh God, why am I great? Uh, I'm so terrible with names. Uh, Candice LeRae. Ever since they had that back, that backstage segment, of uh them of damage control quote quote beating her up uh but they did that small that little detail of them knocking down the camera so you don't actually see the beat down happen uh that i actually think that's just subtle hints that maybe we they, we see a new member of uh damage control hmm. and because it's already established that Bianca Belair can take down all three of them they did that at extreme. She did that extreme rules. I feel like the momentum has to shift in their favor to gain any form of credibility with that group. Hmm. 
That's very interesting. I too am going to go with Lurie? Bailey. What's up? Did I choose right? Is that right? Candace was it Candace Lorray? I, uh, like... I think something happened there. Uh, okay. I must have missed the particular segments had... that gonna... they are referring to. Let, let me let me see. Let me get a confirmation on this. Uh, you you go with yeah. your. With While you you're said. looking that up, I'm just gonna say I. At the end of the day, I am also going to go with Bailey on this one. Your logic is sound in terms of how the title is going to go and it's the Candace, momentum that's Candace needed. Lorraine. Okay, there you go. I'm going to agree with you on that point. While I do not share the idea that they will, there will necessarily be another member of Damage Control debuting, even though I do not agree with necessarily how the the train of events will go i am still i'm still gonna agree with you that bailey is going to has a higher chance of winning the the women's championship in saudi arabia this weekend Mm -hmm. whether or not we're going to get another member of damage control hey that remains to be seen that's just i'm that was just something i've noticed when they had because during the time when alexa bliss and oscar were gone candice larray was making was basically trying to be her new backup or Bianca's new uh, backup against, ooh, excuse me, against Damage Control, and then they had that backstage segment like the next week on Raw, hmm. and it wouldn't like it. It probably wouldn't affected anything if they didn't do the, the shot of them knocking down the camera, and you're just hearing the beat down in the background. Hmm. So I was just like, no, it's like this is this is this is different. Normally they would show the beat down. There has to be a reason why they didn't. Hmm. But yeah. So yeah, That's... I guess we'll find. I guess we'll see later on in the weeks to come, or maybe even just tomorrow night at uh, at Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. But elsewhere, what else we will see is this next match. We've got the Battle of the Giants. We've got Braun Strowman going up against Omos. Uh, for this one. I think it's fairly obvious that they're going to have Braun Strowman being being uh, the winner here. I just don't see I unfortunately I see Omos being slowly phased out in the new Triple H regime, which kind of stinks. Again, just due to a guy of hit, of Omos's size and stature, they got to do something with him, but compared to someone like Braun Strowman, who has even gotten even in better shape instead of just being a generic big guy. I think there's a lot more growth potential for someone like Braun Strowman as opposed to Almas. I hate to say it, but hey, the proof is in the pudding, and if I get proven wrong, I get proven wrong. Cool. Who do you got between Omos and Braun Strowman? Oh, Omos is going to win, hands down. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You said so straight-faced, I actually believed you. I was like, I it's like I can't even finish the sentence. It's straight face. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also agree. Braun Strowman is going to is going to win. This is probably going to be Omos's best match on like ever. Hmm. Uh, it's actually really funny. I actually just recently saw a video that was posted on Twitter of Omos with Kofi on up up down down with uh, Tyler Breeze, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. And the back and forth that Kofi and him had, I'm like, wow, this is the most character I've 
ever seen from Omos. If they did something like this, I'm pretty sure he would get over hard. I think he would be one of those like big guy. He, he would basically be continuing with my great cheese analogy between the two. He would be, he would like definitely have fun as a big guy, baby face with some kind of smaller comedy buddy. Like, well, I would have said R-Truth, but unfortunately he's going to be out for a while. Speedy recovery for you, R-Truth. Um, I <laughs> I joked about it's like, oh, this match, they're going to gain so much respect from one another, they're going to become a tag team. No. <laughs> no, that, that's a little too out there even for me. Even, like, I think the part that made me laugh about it the most is just the during the crown jewel press conference where you just basically see Braun Strowman just dunk his face into Omos's chest and it's like oh they could be best friends hug it out hug it out um but yeah I I yeah all uh Braun Strowman's gonna win um I'm not I'm not a hundred percent convinced he's gonna be complete Omos is gonna be completely phased out he'll he'll probably get a big downgrade if anything, like I said, maybe he'll become a comedy character. Again, he had he actually has some charm. Like the, the argument between him and Kofi, just Kofi yelling at him because he called him little, and he's and he's just trying to point out like, you, bro. To me, everyone is little. And then Kofi's trying to get closer to the camera to try and do the whole. See, I'm just as big as Omas. That's what the audiences think. And you just see almost slowly scoot forward. Kofi trying to scoot forward more. And he's just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to stand up. And he's like, okay, okay, you win. <laughs> okay, you win. I'll oh, send you that right. video. I I actually laughed out loud with that one. You see, Tyler, you see Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods just bawling out laughing between Co- the, the conversation between Kofi and Omos. It's like, oh, why not just have Omos just team up with the New Day? And then you just have one giant man, one beefy man when Hopefully, Big E will eventually come back. It's just a matter and, of time. But yeah, Braun Strowman for the win. There you go. Has he Elsewhere. ever lost anything? Oh, yeah, he lost to Brock Lesnar. That's right. Oh, yes. That, oh. I, that's right. I was going to say, yeah. He'll never, he'll never defend that greatest Royal Rumble title. <laughs> oh, please. They've all, all collectively forgotten about it. The big green belt. Yes. Which I didn't think that belt design was bad, but hey, that's... Wasn't it pretty much the like a green version of the UK championship? Kinda, it was, but I it worked for me. I'm sorry, it did. Mm-hmm. But hey, I know it's going to be a, a spicy hot take, but elsewhere we've also got Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a cage match. Uh, Tarek, I believe it's your pickup next. Who you got between Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross? It's actually really sad to say, but I think Car- I think the chances of Karrion Cross actually being a main event star, it's just not working. As much as Triple H is trying his damnedest, he is not connecting with the crowd. It's like even as a even getting like good heel heat, he, the crowd is just not interested. In his uh in re- in his in ring work, uh he still has a great presentation, but 
yeah, I, I, as much as I want to say, oh yeah, this guy's like, as, he's not that great, but he's definitely a main eventer. I don't think he is. I, I think Drew is going to win this one. Uh, and if they have a best of three, so be it. But I, I want to, I really want to like Karrion Cross, and I like he's, and I do like him. He seems like a very down to earth guy. But the present, like his presentation, is good. It's not great, but I just can't. I think him being that big star is is dwindling. It's just a matter of time before he's like that upper mid carb intercontinental championship united states championship going uh person i will agree that his presentation has been a little stop starty for a little while however i still believe that there's still a lot that we haven't seen from him just yet and a lot of that is depends on how he is presented to the audience so with all that being said i still feel like there's a lot of upside to carrying cross i think we're going to see some of that here and i think that's going to result in a victory for carrying cross i really do okay respectfully disagree because yeah. drew because drew all the way drew is drew is my my man i love him fair enough i think he's going to be the final one of the final four in the royal rumble this year that i cannot disagree with I just don't think it's going to come at the cost of carrying cross right at this exact moment. I already have a final four set for Rumble this year. Oh, I most certainly do not. I am still all over the place, but hey, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Just uh it's about be, what? Just as a just oh the year final four for a row. Final four. Just immediate reaction and then we'll move on to the next match. Jay Uso, Sami Zayn. Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes goes over fairly obviously. Final two are going to be Drew McIntyre and Cody. There's going to be some infighting with the bloodline. Those two go out and then. No, oh, Sammy's winning. <laughs> not a chance. Not not at Cody Rhodes' expense. Not while Cody is in the final four. Ugh, I don't want Cody to win at all. I think they're. I don't think they earned it. I feel like they've got enough momentum behind him that it's a possibility. I'm, he's For honestly, Vince, it, he's my early my, pick to win. I'm just gonna say mo- it. Momentum in Vince's in Vince's world. I'm not convinced with Triple H. I no, honestly I'm feel just the opposite. Like I've given the reports we've been hearing around that he actually that Vince McMahon had no plans on putting the world championship on Cody. And his storyline since the very beginning is to get the one title that eluded him his entire career, that eluded his father the, for his entire career. I feel like Triple H is going to jump at that chance and the jump at the goodwill whenever he comes back. That's it'll it'll be, it'll be the hook, and you have to get people at the peak of their interest. I think when Cody Rhodes comes back from injury, I think people a lot of people are going to be interested in Cody. Not at the. I actually think the. I think he now, being away, completely lost it. And now the all that is just for Sammy. Well, hey, if that's the case, he'll make uh, watching the Royal Rumble next year very, very interesting. Cody just needs more time back in WWE before I think they put the title on him. 
And again, a lot of time can happen between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. So, hey, we'll see. Meantime, we also have Brock Lesnar going up against Bobby Lashley. That's my pickup first. This one's fairly obvious. I don't see Bobby Lashley going over Brock Lesnar, who still seems to be a made man at the moment. So, yeah, plain and simple, Brock Lesnar wins. Do we have a consensus? I actually forgot this one's another hard one for me. Hmm. Interesting. Because I just I feel like Bobby lost some lost mo- some momentum. Even as United States champion, I feel like he's lost some moment some momentum. And he would actually benefit more with a win over Brock Lesnar. But I'm gonna just the man just lost twice lost twice to Roman. I think he's I think he's due for a nice big win. And yeah, and plus it's it's Crown Jewel. Everyone knows uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, it's a glorified house show. Brock Lesnar is a is a huge name. Brock Lesnar for the win. Hmm. I, I can actually I kind of want to see a series between these two guys. Okay, now that I can actually see happening. If this is the first of a series of matches between the two of them, given how much they seem to be hyping up, it definitely seems plausible. That I will agree with. And they actually, like, they do have history in MMA. Well, they don't have, but they have the history of being in MMA, like, with MMA. So there is there is some more content that can continue this story. Mm-hmm, Definitely. But before we get to see the next chapter of that, we still have to deal with the continuing adventures of the OC versus Judgment Day. It's a tag team match. Who do you got between OC and Judgment Day here, fool? Hmm. Uh, decisions, decisions. Decisions, decisions, indeed. Uh... I'm I'm gonna go with the OC to win, even though I I think it's just mainly because Gallows and Anderson just just came back, and they seem to all the story seems to be them trying to find some way to one up Judgment Day since they recently they've just been uh basically getting beat down by especially on the case of Rhea Ripley being just shown as the muscle if oh excuse me if anything they'll probably uh reveal who's going to be the female member of the OC in this one the uh the person to stand up to Rhea Ripley and I think it's going to be Charlotte and here I thought I was going to have a groundbreaking pick I was going to go with the OC as well, and I'm even going to say it. This is where we're going to see our first glimpse of the OC's equalizer to take care of Rhea Ripley. I think whoever it is is going to get their either a return or a debut at Crown Jewel during this match. I'm not so convinced it's going to be Charlotte at this point, but it's not. the chances are not zero, put it that way. I'm just... 
I know that because they had the history and the uh, that mixed that mixed tag team tournament a while back, and I've seen and I just seen pictures po- uh, been posted up recently of the OC with Charlotte. So I'm just convinced that Charlotte is the equalizer that OC needs. If there if there is going to be an equalizer, who would you want it to be? That's the thing. I feel like I don't really know. That's why I'm thinking it's got to be either a debut or some kind of return or something like that. There have been reports lately of Mia Yim being being contacted by WWE. So if that's the case, I can definitely see Mia Yim fitting in with the OC. Mm -hmm. But again, it's this can go any number of ways. For all we know, maybe it is Charlotte, and it's just sort of a one-off. Because I don't see Charlotte sticking around for the long time for the long feud. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like she would be a good fit and a good return and a good bit of muscle for a one-off match. If we're if this is going to be extended into a much longer feud and a bit of a faction war of sorts, I feel like Mia Yim would probably be my pick. That's fair. I'm going to go with the woo. Hey, we'll see in just uh, just under 24 hours. But speaking of 24 hours, we've got our final match of the evening. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. Yeah, this one's going to Roman. There's There's no way. There might Roman. be some hope spots here and there, but there's no way Roman's winning this. Or there's no way Roman's losing this, rather. Sorry. There's no way Logan Paul is winning this. There's no way Logan Paul is winning this, brother or not, publicity or not, lucky shots or not. This is going to be his best match. I, That's I think, fair. I think this is going to be his best showing in the ring because now he's actually got someone who actually can put on fantastic matches and is not The Miz. <laughs> Uh, Although to be fair, Miz is no slouch himself, but I, I definitely see what you. But compared to Roman, yeah. Hell, to be perfectly honest, Logan Paul was carrying that match with Miz. He was the one that was carrying the match. He was the he was the highlight of this one. He Miz was just there to be the dummy. Like, uh, in like the training video games, he's the one wrestler just standing there while you're doing all the cool moves. But you know what? The presentation was there, and I it worked back then. And I think it's going to work out fairly well here too. So now here's the question: How do you think he's going to get? He's going to get a. Uh, what do you think the response of Logan Paul is going to be in Saudi Arabia compared to how he is in the states? The states just don't want anything to do with him. Do you think he's going to get a similar reaction? I think it's going to be more positive by default, since we're probably way more up up to our necks with all of Logan Paul's antics over the years. Meanwhile, the Saudi Arabia crowd probably isn't so tired of him. Like there still must be some recognition of who he is internationally. So I don't think it'll be quite as absolute cold as he gets here in the States, but compared to Roman. Yeah. It's going to be way secondary to Roman, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, this is this is nothing more than a filler feud. Yeah, this match a, is just yeah, waste. It's, it's a just, special attraction match for the Saudi Arabia crowd. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's fairly yeah. obvious, but if you're in the mood for a big spectacle match, hey, I'm have no, I have complete confidence that this match will deliver on that. Just that, I think so too. And with that, and with that, those are our predictions for WWE Crown Jewel 2022. Now is the point of our show where we're going to pitch it over to you, our fellow fans. Who do you think is going to walk away with the win at Crown Jewel? How many title changes are going to happen? We want to hear from you no matter where you are all across the internet. So if you're joining us on YouTube, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. If you're joining us on our podcast version, hey, you, if there's a comment section anywhere where you're listening to podcasts for some reason, drop us a like over there. Let us know what you think. And if there isn't, follow us all across social media, particularly joining in the conversation on Twitter. Cool. Where can you reach you on Twitter? You can reach me at the Avataric. And you can reach me at I'm Robbie Rage. And for all these tags and more, just check out the description, no matter where you are, for our link tree. That's linktree slash scholars of wrestling for all of our relative relevant links and updates and episode releases. <sighs> so with that, let's all get ready to check out Saudi Arabia and see what they've got to offer us at Crown Jewel. We're going to be watching it. But you already know that because you know who we are. We are the scholars of wrestling. And you have just been schooled. You're You're welcome. welcome. See you all in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) 